Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time. Time to escape from the real world and transport ourselves to the fantasy world. Hi everyone, my name is Mel and welcome to K-Dreaming. Hello my K-Dreamers. So, I have a confession to make. I'm sure by now you read the episode title and are aware of the little secret I've been keeping for so many years now. A lot of my friends, you all know I'm a fan of K-pop, but not a lot of people actually know that I auditioned for a Korean entertainment company. I mean, it's a little embarrassing for a couple of reasons, which I'll share later on this episode. So let's start with how did this all happen? All right, everyone, you know, relax in your chair. Um... Maybe jog a little slower because it is officially story time. So let's rewind the timeline. This is back in 2010. This is one year after I graduated high school and I was currently going to community college um, in my nearby city. I would say 2010 was the height of my K-pop obsession. This was the era of the second generation K-pop stars, you know, groups like 2PM, Wonder Girls, which fun fact, I watched their concert the year before in 2009. There's also Kara, After School, and of course, all the artists from SM Entertainment like Girls' Generation, Shiny, Super Junior, Boa, FX. There was a lot. And at this time, I would say I was consuming so much K-pop content that it was only natural that when I heard SM was having an SM Town concert, I just had to go. Like, I legit at this time was watching so many variety shows and learning about all these groups that anytime a live event was happening, I was like, I kind of have to make this happen. The concert was held in Los Angeles, and at this time, I was still living in the Bay Area. And, you know, to be honest, I feel like I didn't really have that many friends that were also huge K-pop fans. So from what I remember, I was at a high school friend's house, and I was talking about K-pop, and I found out her younger brother, who is only one year younger than me, was also a K-pop fan. And naturally, we connected and became friends. 
like I said, when I started this podcast, I feel like when you find out people are like the same group bias as you or into K-pop or into K-dramas, like a natural connection just forms. So I shared the concert with him and I was like, oh my God, did you hear SM Town was coming to California? Like they're going to have a concert in LA. And he was like, oh my gosh, I have to go too. And he somehow convinced his whole family to go to LA for that weekend. Because I also will say, you know, a lot of Bay Area Asian families go to LA, you know, to pick up, you know, whether it's different groceries in the LA County or like to try different restaurants, LA is a good place to be to explore. At that time, after we got the approval from his family, and his family already gave him permission to say like, hey, you could bring Mel. This is totally fine. She could ride with us and stay in her hotel room. I had to ask my parents' permission. And of course, naturally saying that like, I'm going with an Asian family. That's very safe. They, My parents let me go. And I believe this concert was the most I've ever spent on a concert, let alone a K-pop concert. The price was around $250 to around $300 for a ticket, and we got pretty decent seats. I remember queuing up for the, for the tickets, getting so excited, and we got like the side seats that like were pretty close to the stage. Didn't get the front view, but pretty good seats. So as we were planning for the trip, I've always played with the idea of auditioning um, you know, for these companies because I would Google and search these companies' websites to learn about the audition process. I don't know if you all feel the same way, but when you get into K-pop, you start researching the members of the groups and find out like how they got into the company, how they got into the music scene. And you find out that there are very few American artists that made it through the audition process. Like for example, Amber Lou from FX was discovered in LA. Tiffany was also discovered in LA. She's from Diamond Bar. Yes, I did do my research. Um, so there, there's, there's a, you know, this like this ray of hope kind of, you know, came through my mind. I was like, hey, you could live in California in the U.S. and become a K-pop star. Also, like I mentioned before, I was consuming so much Korean entertainment shows. There's a lot of survival shows that follow these like K-pop groups when they were trainees. And then you follow them when they become like debut for the first time and you follow them through this journey. So I learned a lot about, you know, the audition process and what it's like to be a trainee. After, you know, doing my research and having this, like, idea, I brought up the thought of auditioning for a company to my friend's brother, and he was like, dude, let's do it. And I will say, once you have some kind of peer pressure or someone else that says yes to something you're considering, you're most likely going to do it. So we both decided, along with his younger cousin, who is also going to the concert, to audition for SM, since we're going to the concert anyway and found out they also had an office in L.A., Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this. Anyways, let's talk about the audition process. So uh, with the audition process, there are actually three ways to audition. Three ways back then, back in 2010. And I did two of them. So the first way to audition is you could either submit a video of you singing, dancing to their email address on their website to go in person in their office and audition, which is what we planned on doing. And three, if the entertainment company is hosting global auditions, you could show up to one of those. They weren't doing that at the time, so I didn't go through that process. So we decided to go through the video submission and the in-person office audition. So for the video, man, honestly, like just thinking back to this, it's like very cringe for me. Um, so I probably had the thought process that if I submit a video and audition in person, this might increase my chances. And this is a moment where I legit am face palming and just like 
Oh my god, this is like, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I'm just thinking about the video. Oh my gosh. So for the video, I remember exactly what I sang and what clothing I chose to wear. Mostly, and this is where I am cringing, mostly because I found this clip on my hard drive that I still have with me to this day. And I will admit, I cannot click on it, but I can't also delete it either. So it's a very weird relationship I have with this video, but I do have it. I did tell Helen and Janet, like I kind of confessed this to them and they're like, you have to show us. I'm just like, there's no way, like I am legit embarrassed, you know, uh, but there's no way I'm gonna share this for now. And just to give you all context, I was in choir and performing arts for 10 years. However, I never thought I was spectacular. Like I know how to match and sing on pitch, I am very well aware of that, but by all means, I am not a soloist. I wish I was a soloist, but I'm not. Um, I can do some pop music and sing pretty decently to that, but I never was this amazing solo singer that I have witnessed, you know, through my time in choir. So I know that video isn't very good um, to my standards. So this is why I'm embarrassed. It's, it's like, for example, like, I could sing in the shower. I could like totally sing a karaoke song if I like am like kind of intoxicated. I like to sing by myself, maybe in front of some people if I feel kind of encouraged enough. I'm not shy, but I know I'm not amazing, you know? So for the song, I decided to sing one voice. Woo, shout out, you know, Asian American representation, always on my mind. It was my go-to song back then. And I like, sang it for my choir final. And I wore this sweater, this like kind of like, I think I wore, it was like a cream colored sweater with this like beaded pearl bow attached to it on the side. And I got it from this night market in Taiwan. And I was totally thinking that this would fit the Asian vibe. You know, it's K-pop. It's kind of like fashion-y, but not like super Western. So that was like the thought process. I recorded this video in my bathroom because another confession, I would literally sing in my bathroom all the time by myself. And I thought I had pretty decent acoustics. Um, I had my point and shoot camera. I did not have a tripod. I think I either like, I probably set up on a couple of books or something in the bathroom. And that was my video. And once I was done with the video, I there's no editing back then. I sent it pretty raw. And I sent it over to SM's email that I found on their website right before my trip to the concert. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. 
Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, so let's talk about the in-person audition. Honestly, the experience wasn't really what I expected, and it was a bit underwhelming, but at the same time, I was totally nervous. You know, like, you're kind of, like, building up the scenario in your head, and you're like, oh my god, what if, what if they don't like me? What if, like, you know, what if there's other people there? Like, I'm gonna be intimidated. Like, I just had these random thoughts in my head. So, for this story, uh, my friend and I and his family made it to L.A., and the concert was the next day, and we were getting ready for the audition. So one day was for the audition, the next day was a concert. The whole family decides to drive us to SM Entertainment's office, which I think is in K-Town. And, uh, you know, it's, it was pretty funny, like this whole van of family driving us to this audition. So keep in mind, you know, again, I watch a lot of Korean variety shows where you see like these big office buildings or these entertainment companies. And I'm not sure if it's because I was very young at the time. I was what, only 18, 19. But I was surprised to see how small these offices were in L.A. Like, the office we went to is only, like, a floor uh, of a building. Not, like, a huge-ass building. But honestly, keep in mind, this is their L.A. office versus, like, their main headquarters in Korea. So, for SM Entertainment, regardless of it being small, I remember being in awe and thinking, wow, this is a company that represents such global stars that I watch and really admire they had posters of the groups on the wall which we totally took photos of like even my friend's aunt was taking photos of all the, the posters and yeah it was still like a really cool experience to be there so for the auditions when you get there there's like this receptionist and they ask you like what are you here for and there's only like one or two people in the office it was pretty empty and so once you tell them you're here to audition they take you one by one into a room like this audition room. And I can't remember if we had to sign like a form or like a waiver or anything, but I was still really nervous. Like anytime you audition for anything, you're always going to be like a little like, oh my gosh, just nervous, right? So it's my turn to go into the room. I went in and I saw just pretty much a camera on a tripod set up. And the employee that welcomed us was just there. Like that was it. It was just me and the camera and the employee. And they told me to stand in front of the camera and then let them know when I'm ready and they'll press record. Very far removed from the vision that I expected. You know, there are no panel judges. There are no multiple people evaluating you. Just one camera. That was it. And the person probably was just like there on the phone getting ready to press record. I don't remember if this person said anything to me after I was done too. So after I was done quote unquote auditioning or recording, I left and I can't remember if this person said they'll reach out to me if they're interested or anything. That was it. Like, it was like, you go in, record, and you leave. And I remember thinking my, to myself, like, this is legit, like, my own video audition I did for myself. But I just did it in person. Like, nothing was crazy. And for my audition, I either sang the same song, like the one voice, always on my mind song, or probably a Mandy Moore song. And my friend, I think he, came, he went in after me, chose to sing and dance. I remember I was way too embarrassed to dance. Like, I wasn't very good. My overall thoughts on the whole process, you know, after the audition was over, I knew that it was very unlikely, like, very unlikely that I would get a call back. 
you know, I had enough guts to put myself out there. But at the same time, I was also very realistic enough to know that I wasn't, quote unquote, the whole package. Like my singing isn't amazing. Um, I was in choir and I heard legit soloist. I feel like I'm a solid background singer, you know, but, you know, I don't think I'm as attractive as the other K-pop artists just to be pretty and sing like one line. I'm very aware of my capabilities. Afterwards, you know, I was just able to enjoy the concert, which was amazing. And I had such a good time. And yeah, like that was my K-pop audition story that I dug up from the deep dark box in my mind. I don't know. I also think back at that time, like 2009, 2010, like I feel like the exposure to K-pop wasn't as large as we do now. And I feel like even like now, like kids my age or 18, 19, they're just so much more talented and like they could dance really well. Like there's like, I feel like there's so many, so many more people nowadays that can be K-pop stars versus like maybe back then I, I didn't, I, I didn't know. And there's just so many more K-pop fans now too. Again, that was my experience. Man, still a little cringy, but I'm not very, I'm not too embarrassed because I'm just like, you know what? I did it. It's fine. So here's the funny thing. Out of all the Korean entertainment companies, I actually don't think I would choose SM Entertainment right now. To be honest, like SM was not my top choice ever, actually. I think the only reason why I did audition for them was probably because we we're going to their concert. But besides that, I really wouldn't, you know. Back then, I feel like each entertainment company had their own like reputation and like their own vibe. And SM was actually known for having a really harsh contract. Like a lot of their foreign artists actually left the company. Also, SM was known for looking at physical appearance more so than the other companies. Of course, these are all rumors back then, but that was what I remembered. Let's kind of like have fun and talk about the Korean entertainment company that I would actually audition for. I think about this a lot. Like to this day, I think about like if I were in a K-pop group in a K-pop company, what would I be? And to be honest, my answer has remained fairly consistent. Even there's a lot of companies, new companies now, I'm just not aware of them. So the company I would actually audition for and try to go be a part of is actually JYP for a couple of reasons. Again, based on the old stuff, I just think their music is more my style. And I find myself liking their groups a lot more than the other companies. Like back then, again, I love 2PM. They're like my favorite boy band. Wonder Girls was like an OG group that I always liked. Miss A was like so sexy, badass. Like I love how they're like Korean and Chinese mix, which is so cool. And of course, Got 7 and Twice. Like I feel like all their groups, like I just vibe with them more. Like I like their dynamic. Like I like Got 7's dynamic a lot. But all in all, their music is just more my style. Like it's very pop it's also a little bit like there's a little bit of like sensualness sometimes depending on the songs um but yeah i would totally choose jyp also i am a big rain fan like you guys learned from episode one i was a big rain fan he was my first k-pop star he was signed under jyp um so yeah just have a lot of connections and ties with jyp again this is back then too i do love twice and got seven and I will argue that GOT7 wasn't as taken care of compared to TWICE. Um, but JYP is still overall my vibe. And actually, I do have a hot take that I might get some feedback on. I actually like TWICE songs today more than Blackpink. I know. I know, right? I feel like Blackpink and YG, they're like super cool and edgy, which I totally admire, but I just don't think it's my vibe. Like, I, I don't know, like they're just too cool for me, you know? But yeah, this is just my own opinion on myself. 
I don't know what group or company you guys can see me in, but let me know in the comments below and also share what company you'd want to be a part of. I'm like so curious, um, whether it's like an OG group or OG company or a new company, please share. I just want to learn more and kind of like, I kind of want to see, I want to gauge how you like personify yourself. So just, yeah, please let me know. Well, this includes my story and the episode, and I really hope you enjoyed this little confession of mine. Again, if you like this episode, please make sure to like this post on IG and comment on what Korean entertainment company you would be in. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you again for joining me. Until next time, bye!